Welcome to our Acre Pro Buy Sell Tuesday, September 26th edition. It's Brian Newbert's birthday, so that's a good thing too, but uh, we'll celebrate that. But we want to thank uh, acrepro.com. Uh, when it comes to land sales, it pays to have experts in your corner like Tom Deanhart. I'm glad yes. I got Tom on my team. But AcrePro Midwest Farm Group are your local farmland specialists with decades of experience in Indiana agriculture. No one knows the market better. Whether you're doing a 1031 exchange or simply buying and selling farmland, your local AcrePro agent will walk the land with you and ensure the deal is done right. So you can visit AcrePro or call Kyle Spray at 765-775-6502. That's 765-775-6502. I don't know if I'll ever do this long enough to know that all by heart, Tom, but uh, <laughs> all right. We had some fun last week. I don't know. It's it's a, We have fun doing this. We always get off on tangents, which is always a good yeah. thing. Last week in review, we did, I think we bought that Tyrone Tracy was going going to get more carries than Devin Maccabee. He did, I believe, certainly gained more yards. I think we were slightly under on the crowd. We had thought we'd be at about 58,000. It was just 55 and change. Any clue where they're going to be this week? I I, I don't know. Yeah. I would assume they're going to be in that range again. Uh, they're always a little bit more tight-lipped on the attendance number than they used to be, but uh, it's also the world of StubHub and secondary markets changes everything. I think they'll be close to close to 58 seven fifty eight thousand weather's supposed to be good etc think about this tom and we didn't buy sell this produce 194 yard rushing yards was the most they'd had against wisconsin since oh. they beat wisconsin when they had 204 yards that was impressive uh and i think a little bit i guess i'm going to ask you before we get into the buy sell. Did that surprise you that purdue was able to run the ball as well as it did <laughs> against the badgers or is it just a function of uh uh, hitting, hitting, hitting the lanes at the right time and making it work. It did surprise me, but I do think, Alan, that that um, a lot of that was maybe the way Wisconsin was playing defense. Yeah. A lot of three-man fronts. Uh, didn't want to give up the big pass play. And they didn't. Sort, right? sort of dare, yeah, sort of dared Purdue to run the ball, and they did. So I think I think a lot of it was a function of the, of the defensive scheme of, of Wisconsin, but still give Purdue credit, right? Um, and uh, Tyrone Tracy in particular, Alan, you know, we talked to Graham Harrell today. I wrote a story about Tracy and, you know, he, he's been one of the most surprising guys on the team. Uh, yeah. And Harrell thinks he's been one of the most explosive guys they've had. And um, it's been an early season revelation, Alan. It's all about Devin Mockaby since about this time last year. And it's funny, man, the world was Devin Mockaby's oyster, right? And, um, He's hit a little bit of a bump in the road. Some of his fumbling issues and Tracy's come on. And now the depth chart lists him as oars. Yeah. Either or could start. And Tracy got to start last week. And uh, I imagine he's going to get to start again, Alan. He's played good football, special teams too. And um, you know what, Alan? You, you know what will be interesting to see <clears throat> talking to some people today is if they find a way to get Mockaby and Tracy on the field together. Because this team's – they're the two of the best playmakers you got, and you want those guys on the field. And if they can come up with ways to get those two on the field with Deion Burks, and you got Max Clare and Garrett Miller. I mean, now you're talking some nice playmakers there. So that'll be inter inter interesting to see if, if there are some ways they can get number 45 and number three on the field together at all. Yeah, and this is not necessarily to be critical of where Purdue is in the marketplace, but you're right. You know, you, you've got – 
if you're going to score and and do the things you want to do offensively, you've got to have guys who can make plays out there. I mean, I think Purdue's longest pass pay, play was at the 20s last week. I don't know if he threw the ball more than downfield more than a couple of times. Uh, and we know that there's no Rondale Moore. There really is no David Bell in this group. We get that. Uh, though Deion Burks is really interesting. And I guess that I'll go back to the first buy sell. We took it 10 touches as that magic number, at least in my mind. Uh, that he needs to touch the ball, whether that's, you know, six receptions and four uh, backward or laterals that uh, he catches on the wing, whatever it is, uh, are you buying or selling that he gets that this week? I'm buying. I'm buying. I think they understand the need to get Burks the ball. Um, we all know what he can do. Everybody's watched the game knows what he can do. He is the most dynamic playmaker on this offense. Every opponent's got him circled in red, Alan. We talked to Dion today. And uh, he gets it. He, he gets trash talked and and he gets to me. It can be frustrating when you're the focus of of the other team's defense. But, you know, it's a sign of respect, too. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you, But, you know what? He talked about this, too, Alan. The really good players still find a way to make plays, even if the other team's trying to take you away. So uh, that's that's the challenge there. Right. It's still to be effective, be a game changer, even though they're trying to take you away. So it'll be interesting to see him continue to evolve into the role as the alpha receiver. So, yeah, I'm going to buy the fact that he's going to get at least six touches here um, come uh, come Saturday against the Illini. Okay, you're going to you're buying six. Now, I said ten. What do you do? You oh, ten, ten. Oh, yeah, okay. You're buying ten? I'm going to take ten. I'm going to buy ten, okay. too. Okay. Right. I'm going to buy ten. I'm going to say where, where I'm at, Alan. You know what? I was listening to James Franklin. After they beat Iowa, and he said the two most important things in football, don't turn the ball over, explosive plays. Yeah. We're just talking about explosive plays, right? You cannot continually count on having 10, 11, 12-play drives to score. You got you to get those big chunk plays, those big scoring plays. That's why a guy like Burks being a, a game changer is so important. Yeah, Purdue has had very, very little of that really – throughout yeah. most of this season. I mean, yes, Burks had the long reception against Fresno State, but the ability to, to get big plays. Uh, okay, Alan, here you go. Purdue is, Purdue is eighth in the Big Ten in 20-yard plays. They're last in 30-yard plays, and they're 12th in 40-yard plays. Now, they lead yeah. the Big Ten in 10-yard plays. Yeah. See, defense is giving them those short plays, but Purdue's still been unable – to get those big, big plays from scrimmage, if you will, uh, running or passing. So there have been a lot of good things about the offense and defense, but offensively, it's been that inability to have those real big plays. I think that that, that have really – one of the things that stood out through the first four games. Yeah, and the coordinators on the other side are figure, figuring that out. You know, if you can't get the ball to your, your playmakers or you don't have enough of them, uh, they're going to figure that out in this league. All right, speaking of uh, defensive coordinators and – uh, Ryan Walters was at that position last year, much, much documented. We've talked about that till we're blue in the face about R Ryan Walters and his matriculation across I-74 and maybe past the beef house up 63 to, to, to you. I don't know how best play to go. go I think 28. I go that way, but, but okay. he got here and he's, yeah, uh, he's the head man. Brett Bielema, I think they left on, you know, Brett Bielema said the right things. It's never easy to have a guy leave and to take some of your his personnel. 
my question this is a silliness but uh, three minutes or more will they will they spend talking to each other in public on the turf of ross aid stadium prior to saturday's 3 30 kick i'm gonna buy it alan this is all about like you said it's in public they want they want to look good right yeah. um they're gonna maybe they've had a couple of recruiting skirmishes we know that but uh yeah uh, which goes which is expected but go ahead sort of glare through their their fake grins if you will right <laughs> sort of like when, when politicians or political leaders meet that don't really like each other but all the cameras are there watching so you have to make nice right and i think they'll make nice and i'm sure i think they're they're still i, I asked ryan about this on monday and um they still have a cordial relationship oh yeah um, but, um, you know, what Brett Bielema, you know, has been described to me as being a hard guy to work for. He likes to micromanage. If you let him in your room, he's going to take it over. And Ryan Walters didn't want anybody fussing with his defensive room. He kept Brett Bielema out of it. Um, so again, um, you know, two alpha males, right? And yeah. Just competitive people. Yeah. <laughs> competitive guys. So in it's competitive sport. So I think. I think it'll be a cordial exchange that lasts at least three minutes. All right. I, yeah. You know, they may take out their about the kids. Got to ask about the kids. Uh, yep. And uh, I think that uh, that happens. And, and I think it will be, and it should be a, a nice afternoon, a nice sunny afternoon on Saturday. They can visit for a little bit. To, uh, maybe have a spot of tea while they, while they talk. I don't know, but that, uh, that will be an interesting uh, dynamic. Obviously, uh, both teams really need a win. I mean, that's stating the obvious, even though, even though uh, Illinois has got what uh, a couple of them, right. Uh, but they have really not, uh, not distinguished themselves in the last, uh, last period of time. And, and uh, this is going to be in Purdue. Obviously we've talked about the Boilermakers one and three start. All right. We've hit this about every week and it changes maybe a little bit with Minnesota shocking to me. Well, it was, it was a shocking yeah. loss to Northwestern mainly because yes, losing to Northwestern on the surface is shocking enough, but then the way they did, you know, losing that, that huge lead. Yeah. Um, all right. We're going to go back to games. Purdue will be favored in. They are as of, as of this recording on Tuesday, the favorite against Illinois, a two point favorite. Do you, are you buying? They will be favored against Minnesota, Northwestern and Indiana down the stretch. Alan, I think. Um... And that's looking ahead and seeing yeah. how this season's going to play out too. Favored. They're favored this Saturday, but my gosh, I know they're at home against Minnesota and IU and the Northwestern games on the road. You know what? I'm going to say they're only going to be favored in, uh, in, in one game left. It, I, I think it'll be favored against IU at home. I think that Minnesota game here is, seems like a pick to me. Yeah. I still think the Gophers are probably better than it's on the road. And then at Northwestern, Alan, may, may, maybe Northwestern's getting its mojo here, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> they got nothing I, to lose, Alan. They got nothing Alan. to lose, and they got a good quarterback. That's yeah, dangerous. Quarterback. That, could, that that could be a pick them too. Uh, <laughs> those last three Excuse games, me. who knows, Alan? Maybe Purdue is is uh, like three and six. And they need to win those last three games to get to six and six. Or like Jeff Brom did his first few years, and three games that set up that you could win. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. But I think in my heart of hearts, Indiana does look bad, Alan. They got pushed around by Akron. Should have lost that game. Yep. And, uh, I'm going to say Purdue's only going to be favored one more time this year in the finale against the Hoosiers. 
Yeah, I don't know that, and I, I think you're going. But the, the Northwestern and Minnesota games, as of now, will be very close on that line. That's probably true, or will be true, assuming things play out the way they play out. Minnesota's got to be better. They've obviously got a good ground attack, but they just uh, they uh, let that one go, and one that uh, PJ Fleck would like to get back. Um, they were at twenty-one to nothing. Yeah, and it's just hard to imagine against it's a team that's too. Allen, the star receiver for Northwestern. Bryce Kurz is from Brownsburg, Indiana. Yeah. About 10 passes. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a, you know, I, I, I'm going to buy that Purdue, I, but, but your one thing you said, if Purdue is three and six going into the last three, that is going to be an accomplishment on its, in its own right. Yeah. Uh, just because right now uh, they're not going to be favored, certainly against Michigan, Iowa, Ohio state. Yeah. Uh, and uh, certainly in all likelihood, against Northwestern as well. And uh, I think that that part of it is uh, uh, going to be interesting to watch because, uh, you know, you'd have to pull an upset there and that would be a big accomplishment. Yeah, I don't know. They, you know, could they win at Nebraska? I mean, you're right. Oh, they can. They could. I don't know. We don't know where Nebraska is right now. Who knows now either. Too. You know, Purdue's got to be two and three. That's non-negotiable leaving this leaving this month. And then, like you said, you got to try to find um, – you got to try to find a, a – a, a, Another win, and I know win in October, maybe. Yeah. yeah well, know. and Iowa certainly, uh, based on what we saw on Saturday yeah. night, uh, you know, tried to wrestle with Penn State, but they couldn't score. Iowa didn't score in a thirty-one nothing loss. Uh, and I think that that's you know, I I think you're going to be, I think Peru will be in in four quarter games in all yeah. those games uh, with maybe the you know maybe maybe Ohio State and Michigan are going to be tough to take into the fourth quarter, but. I anticipate that the other games that they will be in those games heading down the stretch. Can they win them? That's yeah. another issue. And, and what? And how do you how do you define in? Uh, you know, my wife's watering the plants here in the back porch <laughs> here, and just in case, just in case you wondered. But uh, that's part of the show here. But no, I, I do think that that's a uh, going to be an interesting part of the uh, part of that. Uh, what shakes out down the stretch for Purdue and uh, there's still a lot to be played. Just look back Alan. I, I, I just always look back at that non-conference schedule. Well, why is Purdue playing those three teams? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just, you don't do your staff any favors. I know these schedules are made years in advance, but I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous to play two power five teams and a very strong group of five teams. I mean, well, and, and, and a game, I, I a game, with, game with Akron or a game with SEMO or, yeah, I mean, I don't somebody, Alan, but oh man. Well, next next year they do get Indiana State to open up, I believe it is, before they get Notre Dame and Oregon State. That's <laughs> no walk, Notre Dame back. That's no right. walk in the park in twenty twenty four. That well, in that part of the schedule, I don't see it that changing. Uh, obviously, the conference schedule is still up for up for grabs. But you think about that uh, Oregon state is really good again. Uh, mm -hmm. Will they be in that situation next year? Probably decent. Um, and then of course uh, you've got, uh, you've got Notre Dame coming to Ross eight stadium, which will Ross, be a big hey, When's the last time they were in Ross eight stadium. That would be 2013, right? Yeah. Daryl Hazel's first year, a game where the Purdue actually led in that game for a little while. It was competitive. Notre Dame ran away at the end. Or ran away with it, or got away with it at the end. But I remember Akeem Hunt putting Purdue ahead early in that game, and things weren't looking bad for Daryl Hazel and company for a short period of time. Uh, it changed in a hurry there, uh, though, for with that game with Notre Dame. 
All right. Any other? I've been trying to think of what other buy sells do we have? Uh, well, Alan, uh, here you go. Here you go buy sell for you. <clears throat> Are you buying that Penn State should be the favorite in the Big Ten East? Yeah, and 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 I I think. No, I, I still think Ohio no. State and Michigan are the, okay. the two best teams. I just I just do. And I, I I know Ohio State on Saturday night was not outside of the Lou Holtz stuff and all that. Ohio State's still not maybe great offensively. They're not as dangerous, but they made plays at the right time. Um I just think they've got too much talent. I I, I and yet I know I, I'm talking on both sides of my mouth because Penn State's got two really good running backs. Michigan is yet to, you know, certainly proved, showed itself to be pretty staunch against Rutgers, but I still think that those are the two, the two mm-hmm. class teams in that league. And I think, I, I, think Notre Dame, I think Notre Dame more so lost that game than Ohio State won it. But I give, I give Ohio State credit, right? Yeah. Um, I still think Penn State's probably got the best quarterback of all three of those schools. Really, yeah. you like him better. You like him better than like JJ J. McCarthy. I, I do, and. Yeah. Um, Boy, it's gonna be it's gonna be so much fun watching those three schools square off, and um, I really would like to see Penn State just just for some some new for, for some newness, some new blood to see them get that banner last year, the Big Ten East, and um, supposed to be Franklin's best team. Talked yeah. about the running backs; they love their lines as well. Well, a thirty-one nothing whitewashing of Iowa yeah, in impressive. in the rain and all that was very impressive. I mean, don't get me wrong. I just I I I'm a I just have a hard time thinking they can get over those guys. And I know they've got they've got Michigan on the road. No yeah, and, and Ohio road. State at home, right? Or it's the other way. It's either that or the other way around. But uh those that's gonna be much CTV. I'm gonna throw another one at you here. Buying or selling that six out of the seven teams in the Big Ten East could win the Big Ten West. Everybody <laughs> but Indiana. I don't think that Rutgers. includes Rutgers. I don't think Rutgers could. Okay, take Rutgers out of the equation. I think Throw everybody Maryland. else. I think I think Maryland could. Maryland's got a good looking team. They got the best quarterback nobody ever talks about, Tungley yeah. Boa. And then of course we talked about the big three. And um then well, got, Michigan State. Michigan State. Michigan State. Michigan State. Only four. You're right. four, I think. Yeah, Michigan you're right. State. That's Michigan a silly thing. The worst. But yeah, Michigan, Michigan State might would be you know, I don't think Rutgers could win. But yeah, those other four, man, yeah. Maryland's the team that, you know, it always sort of gets lost in the shuffle. Um, but they, they, you know, Michael Ox has got a good looking crew. Of course, do you know that Kevin Summons on that staff, right? Glad for Kevin. Yeah, absolutely. Coaches the tight ends there. And uh, so, yeah, Maryland, I think, could. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm not so sure, so sure how good Wisconsin is, to be honest with you. They, they look good Saturday night. I mean, Friday night over here, but, um, I don't know how good they are, Alan. The Big Ten West is the typical Big Ten West, sort of a, sort of a, just sort of a mess of mediocrity. And if somebody can really get their 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 mojo going and get things lined up, maybe that team will be Wisconsin. You know, then they can maybe rise up and win this thing. That's why there's still hope for Purdue, right? The loss hurts, but there's still plenty of time for the Boilermakers to be a factor in a division that looks like it's just filled with mediocrity once again. We have Wisconsin and Iowa face off next, not, I think the following week, right? So uh, that will be telling as well. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, Iowa obviously took a step back. Maybe it was just a bad performance. Their defense still is really good. We get that yeah. even in a 31 nothing loss. Uh, you got, you know, Cade McNamara, he just couldn't get off, couldn't, couldn't, 
muster any points in kind of funny conditions. It wasn't terrible there at Happy Valley. For half the game, it was pretty wet, wet but still wasn't all that wet for Penn State. So, uh, yeah, that's that's an interesting storyline. And, yeah, I did I kind of misspoke there because certainly Michigan State is pretty awful right now. Uh, I'm not sure that the Spartans are – how many more games the Spartans are going to win this year. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Alan. Yeah, are you buying? Are you buying or selling? Selling? Are we going to get Drew Brees here on Saturday? You know, I, I I keep hearing. I'm hoping so, but I you know, but I'm hearing not. Okay. Uh, and and uh, and yet I would talked about it post game last week that he was coming because I think that was the initial plan. Drew has a. Tom Deanhart has an action-packed social schedule, but but <laughs> Drew's yeah. might be up a notch, and. You know, I, I, it's too bad because, you know, yeah. Drew had so much to do if he can't make it. I know the ceremony for the Tiller Tunnel is going to be a private ceremony before the game, which is, I hope they, I'm sure they'll do some video recording of that. Yeah, so you'll that's, see that's, that's, I heard they're going to show a video of it at some point in the game. And I know that they have, you know, a lot of that group will be back. Of course, Kelly Kitchell, a mm-hmm. uh, friend of the program, so to speak, will be, uh, has been a big, big part of helping that group. And certainly Drew Brees has too, let's be honest. And part of the fundraising came, a big yeah. part came from Drew That's- and then matching gifts. But Jason Lorazel, uh, there are many others. That have will you heard be about there. any other players coming back? I, I have not uh, specifically. I would assume that Edwin Watson and and uh, yeah, and some yeah. of those other guys, even I don't know the Kyle Orton or anybody else from the, later on, is going to be there. It seemed to me it was more focused on the guys uh, in the late 1990s, early 2000s. Sean mm-hmm. Phillips, obviously the honorary captain, right this week. Uh, if he does shout, he'll he'll get them going a little bit. I thought I thought that was I thought that was good and kind of a uh moribund uh, ross aid stadium at the two golfers tyler duncan and adam shank were did a good job not as good as dave shondell a few years ago but close uh, in terms of getting it going but uh uh i think that that'll be a fun part of uh saturday sean phillips is, uh, and company will be there so i i don't honestly know how what the whole group is uh-huh. i know there's alums coming all the way back from the rose bowl team and uh from 1967 that group always gets together uh and uh, there's a lot of different guys coming back and that is one good thing that ryan you know i think that ryan walters kind of reestablished. not that jeff brom didn't have it but he really wants uh, that alumni involvement talked about in his first statement on his press conference and i think that uh, the guys really feel welcome coming back and i know several alums that are coming i just don't know many all i don't know specifics on on the tiller group i'm sure chris clopton as well former athletic yeah. department employee will be there as well uh but uh, we'll see it'll be a fun part of that and of course that. arnett tiller is going to be here with some tiller. and i think that's great i mean i think she was quietly uh maybe not so quietly wanting uh as much recognition and right and deservedly so i mean this is the woman that came up with boiler up and as funny as that sounds, uh, she's uh, she's the one that really got that state saying going, and now it's part of the vernacular. But she's also was such a big part of that uh, program from a yeah. from a, you know there were some great you know as they always say behind any great man is a great woman and vice versa. But uh, there were some great uh, uh, women on that staff: uh, Amy Spack, uh, Arnett Tiller, some people that were really dedicated uh to to making it a great experience for the kids you know arnett did so much with yeah. uh tutoring uh 
and and things like that, making sure that guys are getting things taken care of academically. Uh, she was the team mom and then some, but there were others that uh, were a big part of that, uh, big part of that as well. And that was part of the reason why it was good. And I'm sure yeah, that Ryan well. Walters wants that type of environment to, to different world in 2023 as it put, was as opposed to what it was from 1997 to 2008. But uh, that group uh, certainly uh, uh, just, uh, distinguishes. Alan, just a, just a golden era, an era that um, I know we say we will, the likes of which we'll never see again. I hope I hope not. But uh, just with the just listening, you talk about that engagement from the spouses, and I mean that's again, and what went on on the field, the feel good vibe, what it meant to the university, what it meant to the Big Ten, changed Big Ten football. I mean, you want to talk about a transformative era especially on those first four years, 97 yeah. to 2000. To my, my heart, we're really special for a lot of reasons. It's always fun on the ascent, isn't it? Yeah, it's that always was, tough on the descent. Yeah, <laughs> no, none of us saw it like that. And uh, then it sort of flattened out a little bit. Then those last four years arced down. But still, man, 97 to 2000 were really special. 2003 was special. But yeah, yes, no question. just a great time. Well, you know, and Joe Tiller and, and Joe Tiller, I can remember him saying that, you know, hey, uh, and that was, and again, you, and you know this more than I do, because you've been around so many college football programs, but the fact that we actually got to talk to those guys, just a different, it's just a different time. Social media changed a lot of that. Not yeah. that Ryan Walter's staff isn't personable. They seem to be, and you're closer to them than I am, but these guys, uh, and we weren't in, we didn't uh, invade their personal space, but they were it just was different and yeah. you, you knew kind of what they were thinking. And, and I can remember Joe Tiller saying uh, maybe publicly, I can't even remember, but I do remember him saying at one time, he maybe during that four year stretch, he goes, there'll be a day when we don't win, when we have losing seasons here. And it didn't yeah. happen until 2005. He only had two of them, yeah. uh, but uh, it is tough on the ascent, ascent. And then the, the descent, which was, which certainly 2008 wasn't the year that Joe Tiller won. They weren't as competitive the last four years, yeah. but uh, looking back at how it was from 2009 to 2017 or 16, it still wasn't bad. <laughs> so, tough, yeah. I don't. I don't think people realize how tough a guy, tough a guy he was. And uh, you know what, too, Alan. We, we don't have to keep going here if you don't want. But no, you know, I, I know ahead. some people wanted Tiller to have a statue. Um, you know what? In some ways, I think I think this tunnel's better. I think it is too. And, and, I, and I stand corrected. Every every home game, you see Tiller Tunnel. And, I think and, so too. Yeah, I think it's better. I I agree. I'm buying that all all the way. And I was and I was with mm -hmm. you. I I I'm a little bit more. As much as I love guys to be honored, and there are others. I, I think Leroy Keys is one that should have a permanent. Not because yes, because he finished on the podium twice, and he and it was the only back to back consensus All American at Purdue. But what he meant to the program, and what he meant to African American kids, what he meant to all kids, I think he deserves one. But but for different reason than a Joe Tiller, and I think you're exactly right. Joe Tiller's Tiller Tunnel that will be talked about. Will is talked about every time every they time come out home. and uh, and you're going to mm -hmm. see that i think arnett i know arnett uh, wanted something big uh, i mean they obviously named the street after him also on the north end it's of the stadium big. but i but i think this is great and whoever whoever came up with the idea and whether i, I you know whether it was tim house uh there were uh, whether it was members of that that group i'm not sure but uh, whoever did uh, I think it's That's a home a, run, home yeah, run. And sure. I'm glad. And yet I'm careful, you know, John Wooden deserves a statue. 
he's got one. He's got one. And he's got one. And uh, because of also what he meant in that message. But I think you got to be really careful and around campuses of how many you put up. But this is perfect and uh, solve both problems uh, uh, in a in a big way. So I I, I agree with that a lot. Uh, you know what? Zach Eady wins takes to the national championship. They might put a statue of Zach. They may rename Mac Arena's Eady Arena. Yeah. But well, that's the cart way ahead of the horse. And on that note. We're going to put an end to this thing. Tom and I, this is like our staff meeting half the time. We we enjoy wow. doing this more than anything, but it's fun to do. And uh, yeah. and uh, we always have an interesting uh, bent to this. We want to thank Acre Pro, Kyle Spray, and the folks uh, at Acre Pro. You can visit acrepro.com or call 765-775-6502. When mm-hmm. it comes to land sales, it pays to have experts in your corner. Thanks to all of you for watching and listening. I hear from, i uh, got some people over at the West Lafayette uh, um wellness center which is close to my house and two or three people that are regular podcast listeners and they say how much they enjoy this uh we i don't pay them to say that stuff too so it's unsolicited but i i appreciate that they like newbert stuff too and obviously they too it's a it's it's all uh all good and we appreciate our audience and a reminder while you're at it why don't you subscribe? We have a special going on, a 50% off special on goldenblack.com this week for a, for a year-long subscription. Uh, it's worth your money just to be a part of the, read what Tom and Brian are writing, but also our message boards. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of fun. It's a great community. Uh, they fight amongst each other now and then, yes, but uh, we've been blessed to have this group with us since 2001 and very, very, well, actually mm-hmm. since 1998. And uh, that is a great thing. So think about subscribing as well. Have a great rest of your week. And uh, we'll look forward to all the coverage leading into Purdue, Illinois on uh, Saturday, the, the, the battle for the cannon the toy cannon. I don't know why it was always Jimmy Wynn to me in baseball. So yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's what they, somebody said it's the cannon. And of course it's been going on since 1943, since Purdue won that game with a, uh, mm. an undefeated Purdue team back in the forties. So have a great week, everybody. Thanks so much. And uh, we'll see you next week on our acrepro.com. Bye. sell. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.